Hello and greetings, Elseworld citizens. Welcome back to the Elseworld podcast. I'm your host, TJ Aquilina, and thank you all so much for your support and amazing patience with me. I know it's been a long time since I've recorded uh, the show, but I'm so glad to be back. Welcome back to season four. It's amazing that we're on season four now, everyone. Let me tell you a little bit about the show if you're unfamiliar. I'm your host, TJ Aquilina, and on this show, I'm going to be talking about a comic book or book, graphic novel, you could call it, that is diverse, has diverse characters, is usually written by someone of a different race or sexual identity, and they're all going to be about representation this year. It's been a struggle, I think, for me uh, to branch out on my reading. I think we all get comfortable with our content and entertainment that we invest our time and money in. And we forget that just this act of investment, the small amount of money that we put into the comic books we buy, the books we buy, impacts our world around us. And it's important not only to talk about the incredible storytelling uh, that surrounds us, but it's also important to talk about these amazing writers and authors and what they're trying to represent, what they're trying to say with their work. In the past, Elseworld citizens, now Elseworlds, used to just simply represent an open mind, an Elseworld state of mind, a place where we can explore all types of comics. But I'm also very self-aware of the fact that it's also books of my choosing that were represented on this show. And now, this season, I am doing my due diligence to make sure that every book that I talk about on this show is something unique, something different, something that I haven't even read before. I've done a lot of homework, and I'm excited to be bringing you guys a show that is raw because it's now being recorded directly to the Anchor app on a single microphone, and that's it. I'm doing very little editing, so... There's going to be some mistakes, there's going to be a lot of breaths, but I'm hoping that we can all enjoy it. And I hope that you're able to discover new comics along the way too. A lot of these comics you might have heard about, I might have talked about in the past, but now we're going to do a deep dive, an isolated focus of one comic book per an episode, with a little bit of news afterwards. And I'm really excited for it, so let's jump right in. Today, we're going to be talking about The Immortal Nadia Green by Jamal Campbell. Let's begin. Episode 1, The Immortal Nadia Green by Jamal Campbell. Before we get into the story, let me tell you a little bit about our writer and artist of this exclusive webcomic on his website. Jamal Campbell is based in Toronto, Canada. He is an illustrator and a writer. And he has worked across the board on many independent comic book publishers, as well as Marvel, DC, Image Comics, Dark Horse, you name it. He's probably got some work out there somewhere. He's done covers for different issues of uh, comics that he he either has written on or assisted on as well. His work is actually quite familiar. If you look out there, he's got a ton of covers. And we'll make sure to include some links below so that you can check out some of his work as well as the link to this webcomic as well as to his website. 
So let's begin with the story. Nadia Green, armed with her baseball bat and dominant will, beats up death and becomes a little bit immortal. Sort of. Our story starts out with young Nadia Green, maybe five or six, and she's on death's door. She is struggling to live in a hospital, and her mother and father sit with her, waiting for the inevitable. And as death quickly creeps up on her, she is pulled into limbo by death itself. And when she is introduced to what she has to come for her future, she immediately rebels. She wills into existence a baseball bat and dominates death and demands that she stay alive. And that's where our story goes. Now 15, 16 years old, Nadia Green now battles in the limbo realm and stands up against fate itself as different immortals coming from different religions and followings begin to challenge what death has done, what death has chosen to do by protecting a mortal from dying. And it causes a tidal wave of events that keep you on edge and keep you captivated. And the gods of the immortal realm all hold their own status, their belief system, that are what um, the reader will recognize as different spiritual deities or religions. What's most fascinating aspect of these characters is how they impact the choices and actions of Nadia. I think it speaks volumes to how culture and these unspoken structures of our lives are not only immaterial, but also at the mercy of the living beings who allow them to continue. Uh, I think it's a really unique way for Jamal to express what he as an African, um, as a, a black man living in modern era, faces day to day. Um, it's a little, uh, you know, fantasy element. But I think if you strip it down, it's it's very compelling story, and I think it it sends a message to readers, even if you're not looking for it. The artwork is also key to how Jamal is able to communicate uh, meaning and belonging. Although Nadia expresses, as a character, she expresses her comfort in existing in an an immortal realm in limbo. But her character's design matches, of course, those who are in the living realm. And that's, it's a great way to show how much she sticks out. The immortals, the people who, the the gods, so to speak, who exist in this uh, limbo world, they are all dressed in black and white. And they're all very pale-skinned black hair whereas uh nadia still matches her the earthly plane she still has vibrant clothing even when she's capable of living in limbo and this is a powerful message as the show continues you'll begin to notice that the majority of characters who are meant for the living realm who can now inhabit limbo are characters who represent minorities it's it's really unique and for a webcomic that was created before large-scale publishers began to press for representation and messaging about the isolation and neglect of minorities by western cultures 
I think the, the the immortal Nadia Green deserves far more praise and attention than it has received these last few years. Now, while Jamal Campbell has yet to return to the story of this immortal crime-fighting girl, I hope that you will take the chance to read the chapters that are currently complete on Jamal's website, and we'll leave a link below. It's such a fun comic. It takes on the challenge of having a strong will and having a strong purpose and just just a the need to express oneself i think nadia nadia encompasses a, a great message as a character n not only as a woman but also as a uh, as a a black girl uh, living in modern society i think it's it's crucial that he, and it's impactful that he was able to take both the messaging of the idea that you know mankind immortal or mortal tends to place choice upon the women in our in our society we 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 want to limit choice it seems a lot of times even when it comes to conversation there is a pattern of limitations that come about and it's and then on top of that the need for having control and the need to want to have choice freedom of speech just everything that you know we as a society think already exists but still doesn't for many of us and it's such a powerful message to have in a story that is all about uh, a fictional realm a, a realm in which life is kind of meaningless and it it only the the most important thing of course is just being able to survive based on the fates that follow so it's it's such a great story it's a fun story it's got tons of color i absolutely love the color palettes that jamal uses for this comic so make sure you check it out guys i will leave a link down below in the show description for the immortal nadia green i think you will love it i absolutely enjoyed it and I cannot wait for Jamal to return to it. Hopefully he will. Um, I don't have a lot else uh, to go off of for Jamal. He is active on Twitter. I know he's currently very busy with a lot of uh, DC comics as well as Marvel comics, I do believe. Um, so not sure when he'll return to this, but I can't wait for him to make an announcement soon. So check it out, guys. The Immortal Nadia Green. You won't be disappointed. It is free right now online so make sure to follow the link below and check it out and now a word from our sponsors here's what else you need to know in the world of comics dc comics has officially announced their new expansion of current canon comics in dc future state Future State introduces a future multiverse that is the end result of DC's current mega event, DC Death Metal, which will be concluding in January 2021, and will only run for two months across all DC lines. There will be a total of 25 new books coming out of this event, and some exciting new characters, as well as a brand new Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman. Now don't worry, the original trilogy is still around, Although when and how is still up for a bit of debate as well as uh, when they will be published or if they have their own publishing series. 
Uh, so check out, look for Future State in your local comic book shop in January 2021. In the world of Marvel, look for some new variant comics of Miles Morales for the upcoming release of Sony's PS5's Spider-Man game by the same name. And as of this recording, award-winning actor Oscar Isaac is in talks to play Marvel's Moon Knight in a future Disney Plus series. Moon Knight was created by Doug Mensch and Don Perlin, first appeared in Werewolf by Night number 32 in 1975. Moon Knight is a former heavyweight boxer turned mercenary. Spectre is his current name. Spectre was betrayed by his partner, Raoul Bushman, on a job in Egypt. He was left for dead at an archaeological dig site and was then resurrected by an Egyptian moon god, Khonshu, to become its avatar on Earth. As a vigilante, he sets up uh, several false identities as covers, including a millionaire, Stephen Grant, and taxi driver, Jake Lockley. Eventually, however, these identities aren't just roles. They become split personalities um, that are just as real as Spectre's own identity. And it creates a really fun, unique story. Last but not least, Michael B. Jordan has reportedly signed on as a producer for a Static Shock film in partnership with DC, Warner Brothers, and Outlier Society. I'm proud to be part of building a new universe centered around black superheroes. Our community deserves that, said Jordan in a statement to The Hollywood Reporter. Outlier Society is committed to bringing to life diverse comic book content across all platforms, and we're excited to partner with Reggie and Warner Brothers on this initial step. So we have some really exciting news uh, coming from DC and Marvel Comics. There's some exciting stuff coming to Disney. Plus, I'm absolutely ec ecstatic that uh, Oscar Isaac is going to be playing the role of Moon Knight. It's great that he's coming back to Disney again for a new role. Cannot wait to see uh, images and what comes out of that. Also, if you haven't been paying attention, Marvel has just completed uh, principal photography on another Marvel Cinematic Universe film. Uh, the release date, of course, is pending due to COVID, and we are still waiting on a new release date for Marvel's Black Widow. There was speculation that it was going to be released on Disney+. Plus. However, the studio has yet to make any official statements. All current statements that you may see online right now are either speculation or rumor based on what investors have been saying during their meetings. However, it is important to note that despite the restructuring at Disney for their films and Disney Plus series streaming services, there has been no new announcements as of yet about Black Widow's release, whether it be digital or in cinemas. So stay tuned for more news there. Thank you guys again for listening. I am your host, TJ Aquilina. This has been Elseworld Season 4, Episode 1. I hope you enjoyed, and I hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you right here next Friday.